How do you read an Amazon P&L? My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. I'll walk you through how to read this thing here. Uh, this is not my primary source of income. I make most of my money running my agency. I'm a better marketer than I am an operator, which is why I'm comfortable sharing these details with you guys publicly. So you can see here is a report in 2022, January 1st through October 25th, an income of $739,000. This is actually down about 35% from last year. The economy really wrecked a lot of my gift-giving categories. If you're curious what I sell, you can go over to amazon.com slash age of sage. Uh, we've really struggled trying to reinvent ourselves and come up with new products. We've got soaps, incense, tumblers, mom gifts, you name that sort of thing. Okay, so let's dive in. So first of all, how do you get to this? Uh, in the top left of your hamburger menu here, you can go over to uh, payments under... Oh, well, let's see, I, I lost it. I had it a second ago, under reports, payments. When you click that, that's gonna bring up this screen here. It starts you on a default statement view. I'm gonna walk through most of these dropdowns, give you some guys some ideas of what to expect. But the one most important report that I think everybody needs to do, this is far more important than doing your QuickBooks. I'm gonna take some fire for that comment. Uh, but essentially, if you just click on date range reports, and, and you see what you can download, there's a bunch of, of different things you can generate in here. So if you hit the generate button, you can do a summary view and select by month, you can do a custom and do it for the whole year. So what I recommend you do at least once every six months, maybe once a year, depending on your size and how important this is, your cash flow, you're trying to figure out your profits and all that stuff, run this report and download it. This is more important to me than running QuickBooks. I think a lot of sellers waste a lot of time trying to do transactional um, QuickBooks. And it's just, it, se it seems like such a waste of time to do that when Amazon spits out this nice, pretty P&L for you already. Now, I made a LinkedIn post about how I felt about this. And somebody asked me the question, how do I find Amazon's P&L? And it, it made me realize most sellers have no idea the statement view exists. So let's dive into this. Uh, let's, let's take a look at it. So first of all, if you go from top left to top right, you got income on the left, you got expenses on the right. This is in a sense, essentially all of the income inside of Amazon and all of the expenses inside of Amazon. For most Amazon sellers, this is 90% of the picture. Without looking anywhere else in five seconds, you have a bird's eye view to what is going on with your account. You know how many dollars are going in, and most of you are Amazon native selling brands. You don't have a website. You don't sell in a retail store. This is literally 90% of all the view. Now, what's not tracked here, obviously, is your warehouse costs, your personnel costs, and things like that. But this is a pretty good indication. So $739,000 in income in basically the first 10 months uh, before the big Q4 season starts up for me here in 2022. You can see the credits product sales, non-FBA, product sales, FBA, right? So you, you can see here, I made um, just under a quarter million in FBM sales and just over a half a million in FBA sales. Um, product sale refunds, how many? How bad are refunds? Well, just about $14,000, um, add another 5,000 in for FBM, um, so $20,000 of these 740,000. So if you export this into a spreadsheet, you already know what my return rate is, it's not bad. Uh, FBA inventory credit, have no idea what that is, not too concerned about it. Liquidation proceeds, okay, so I used Amazon's liquidation removal, big fat whopping $148. I'm getting rich off liquidations. 
Uh, shipping credits, 15000 Honestly, no idea what that is. Um, refunds. This is shipping credit refunds. This might be like the clawback inside of the, the transaction report, um, but it's probably in a different line item as well. Gift wrap credits. Honestly, this, this feels like a pass-through. I don't actually think I'm making anything on gift wrapping, so they're probably charging me in a different line item. Promotional and rebates. This is when you run like a um, coupon or a promo code. Uh, sometimes I see Amazon throw their own free shipping offers to non-Prime members, and it shows up in the promotional rebate section as well. And then finally, uh, rebate refunds. Uh, so that's a dollar figure going back when somebody places a refund. So you get the grand totals here. It had 27000 um, minus on the income, 767000 in the credits. Now let's go over to the expense section on the right-hand side. I might have to move my camera a little bit so you can see the full picture. So seller fulfilled selling fees. These are going to be referral fees off my FBM, basically 15%. FBA selling fees. This is essentially referral fees off FBA. Uh, seller selling fee refund. So this is if somebody does a refund, they give me that 15% back. FBA transaction fees. This is the biggest expense for almost everybody. And that is the actual FBA shipping costs. So if I sell this dumbbell in my hand right here, I'm paying minimum $4 to ship that out to somebody every single unit, every single time. What's interesting, and, and then this might throw some people off, but when you look at this, my shipping costs out of FBA are almost twice as much as my referral fee. And, and if the referral fee is 15%, that gives you some insight onto how expensive some of the FBA transactions can cost you. Uh, that does not even account for FBA inventory inbound service fees. This is when you're you're paying for the shipment to go into Amazon, uh, as well as shipping label purchases, right? So so there's there's a lot of logistics fees when it comes to Amazon. Big 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 hefty fees. What I haven't seen yet is uh, the advertising fee. So I am curious where they're putting that. Um, ironically, not seeing a line item for this. And I think this, uh, now that it comes to mind, this is one of the most frustrating things that's not included in the P&L. Like, obviously, I'm spending money directly in the advertising fees. Uh, for most sellers, though, if you're smart, you're using advertising fees on a credit card. And here's what blew my mind. I didn't know this. Uh, I learned this at a recent Amazon conference. But you can actually enroll in the Amazon um, American Express credit card and get 5% cash back because American Express pays 5% on advertising. And, and, and so like you, you, you get a really sizable discount on your ad costs. It's basically like getting 5% off ads. Who wouldn't want 5% points uh, on that? So I enrolled in the American Express Amazon card. Uh, I obviously am not an affiliate. I don't get anything for saying that. I'm, I'm just telling you that's what I did for my brand. It 5% it, on my bottom line this year off ads. Uh, so, so that's not reflecting here. So it's not a true picture of every single expense, but it is everything except advertising. Uh, to find the advertising report, I, I might have to poke around a little bit to go grab that. Uh, there is an advertising invoice history tab here. Let's go see what that looks like. Um, unfortunately, I do not believe 
there is a one size download for all of this. Um, but you can see I'm basically getting billed 500 bucks every day, right? So if we just extrapolated that, let's just say that's what I'm getting charged every single day for the year. Uh, we ran this report until October 25th. Let's Google that. What day of the year is October 25th? That is uh, day of the year. Give me 298. Okay, so 298 times 500. So $149,000 in estimated ads, right? So throw that into your P&L uh, and we're getting a, lot, a little bit closer here. So if I've got 740K income, 279,000 in expenses, add on to that another 150K in ads, right? So we're looking, and then you can basically, you know, run that out to see what's the difference. Um, I did get a transfer of a half million dollars going directly into my bank account. And then over here, we've got uh, taxes, but this is pretty much a wash. You can see it's basically 50K even in and out. Amazon does take care of filing the taxes uh, directly with all the states. There's barely any states now where you have to deal with any of that. That's one of the biggest accounting blessings of the century. Let me tell you, nobody wants to deal with state filing taxes. God bless the government. They do so much for me. They're spending my dollars so well in Ukraine right now and all of those lovely tax things that they do. Um, but anyway, so long story short, this is an awesome report. Gives you a very nice snapshot of how things are going on. Um, there's, there's a lot of great information in here. Inside of the payments dashboard, there's also some charts in here you may want to check out. So if you go over to the payments dashboard, um, you can see this on a settlement side. You can see this on a net proceeds. You can see where product charges are going, the sales, the refunds, the expenses, and the account level reserves. Now, one of the biggest pain points I hear frequently from Amazon sellers is Amazon's holding too much of my damn money. Uh, and, and, it, and it feels like they're holding it longer than two weeks. It's like they're holding it for two weeks, and then they're generating a, a payment that takes another week to actually process. So after, after all is said and done, there's just thousands of dollars that Amazon owes you that kind of sits there. That, it's a pretty common complaint I hear. There's really no great solution here. It's just the cost of doing business. Now, there are some businesses out there that will... Um, for a fee, pay you faster. But I, I don't like to give away any of my margin. So I, I, I just, it's an account level reserve, just deal with it. Uh, but, but in here, you get a pretty good idea of like the chart and how it looks. Like here's the product charges, here's all my fees going out. And again, the one thing that this doesn't show, ridiculously stupid that Amazon doesn't do this, is the advertising costs. Uh, so, I, so I really wish they, they would include that. The transaction view, this is going to show you specific order IDs, the product that was sold, the, the total charges, any promotional rebates, Amazon fees, and your total outcome. So on this particular one right here, I, I got a wide mouth stemless wine glass, sold it for $27. My net was $13.60. You can click on that $13.60 and see all of that information, how they're calculating all of that good information. Move my video real quick. And you can see here I'm paying the $4 in referral fee, the pick pack and all that stuff, $9.33. That's actually pretty aggressive, seems a little high. Um, but when you go in here and, and you look at um, some of this information, um, you can see a lot of great uh, drill downs. You can click on the orders. You can click on, uh, well, apparently I got to click on a couple buttons to find this thing. Um, here we have two glasses on the same order, which is why that fee seems so high. But then when we actually go look at the transaction report, 
Uh, it's actually pretty normal, about four, $4.50 a glass to ship it out. I really wish they'd give us some cost savings when they ship out two of my glasses together because you and I both know Amazon's making a better, bigger profit on that. But they don't pass any of those cost savings on to sellers, unfortunately. So if you want to get those cost savings, you got to two-pack it yourself. And, of course, who's going to say, you know, which seller's going to buy which two of your items if you're selling a wide catalog? You know, you get the idea of some of those problems. But it is worth coming in here from time to time and just auditing this. Sometimes you can find that, you know, certain items are unprofitable. There's really another cool thing I'll show you. So if we look at, like, uh, my smudge sticks, let's go over to my inventory report real quick. And we're going to go to manage all inventory. I'm going to type in smudge. And if you click on, and we're going to go to my three-pack, right? So I'm going to click on the three-pack right here. Other cool call-out I'll mention, see these bells? You can see which ones are red, which ones are yellow, which ones I'm low on stock on. You have to ship in and create these shipping alerts. Check out this video next on shipping alerts. If you haven't set this up, you're crazy. This is the easiest, fastest way to keep track of your, your inventory. Keep track of your crap, quite frankly. All right, so let's go click on the SKU here. When we see this, you can see the sales rank. Man, my sales rank is kind of going down a little bit. I'm not really sure what's going on here. I might need to check out some of my... Some, uh, maybe maybe I need to run a sale or something like that on this. Um, as we scroll down, though, you can, you can see... Um, a net proceeds tab. Again, I'm going to move my video over here. So on the right-hand side, if you put your COGS in, this is showing a lot of your advertising costs in addition. So what's nice is this is down to the SKU level. So they do show it here. My sponsor product charges 740 bucks. Here's my net proceeds after COGS, advertising, shipping, you name it, logistics, all included $594 last 30 days. Phone in on my per unit profit, it's $2.50. Here is the item in question, just so you guys can track with me a little bit. So I'm making $2.50 every time one of these sells right here. I also have a subscribe and save. People can uh, do that. I don't know why somebody would set up subscribe and save for a three pack instead of just buy the 12 pack because they're making a freaking Tom better deal on the value. But you know what? Whatever. People do what they want to do. They, they just want three every three months. I get it. It happens. All right. So so those that's a, it's a really important uh, drill down that we just did. Let's see if I can go back to the right tab. Uh, in the skew economics section. And to get here, all you got to do is click on the SKU from the inventory tab and scroll down. So it's this is a really awesome report. I think this is even better than looking at the high-level P&L that we've got right here, going down to the SKU level and seeing some of that information. So if we go back to uh, the other section, so we looked at the statement view, and there's all kinds of information. You look at the statement. We looked at this transaction view. You can get super granular. The all statements, you can see standard orders versus invoice orders. Nobody is looking at invoice orders. It's basically a B2B thing, uh, really not worth reviewing. But you can see the beginning balances, the sales, the refunds, the expenses, all of this stuff. Uh, one common question I do frequently get is on the business reports. If we go over to the business reports, go to the sales and traffic, does this report factor in returns? Answer, yes, it does. Uh, so this report right here does already factor in returns. Uh, so when you're looking at these product sales, uh, they are canceling out those returns on the business report. Uh, frequent question I get. We've we've verified that several times. Um, you can go over to dis disbursements next. This is how frequently uh, the products uh, sales, the cost of goods are ending up in my bank account. So you can see, you know, one week I got 13 grand, another week I got 18 grand. This one just under 20 grand right there. Um, and they show when it's going to hit the bank and when it's acknowledged and all of that good stuff. Uh, mine's pretty much just every two weeks, no problem there. 
You can also look at the date range reports, and this is how you generate that P&L to begin with. Um, and that's when I showed you, you could do it by month, you could do a summary, you could do transaction. So the summary report is the one that ends up popping out like this. If you do a transaction report, that's going to give you an Excel file where it shows like literally every single thing. Another way to look at that is to click on the transaction view right here. This is literally the same data. Uh, so you don't need to worry about that. And then of course you can go audit your advertising costs, but I'll be honest, I prefer just look at that, that directly in the campaign manager. So if we wanted to see last uh, let's do last 65 days. I spent 37 grand in ads, 65K in sales, and an A cost of 57%. Higher than I want, truth be told, but this is pretty normal uh, in the gift category right now. Um, also, you guys saw I am selling some items at $10. There is a pretty low margin on that, so higher A cost is pretty standard and typical. Um, so that's that's the PL. That's what I recommend looking at. You can see all those campaign reports, you can see a bunch of information. Um, I have brought on a lot of accounting guests in the past. One of my favorite is Tyler Jeffco. Check out his videos here where we talk about profit versus growth. Uh, he's the CEO of Seller Accountant. If you have any accounting questions, leave them in the comments section. I will tap Tyler to come back and answer them with me. I'll give you the marketer's answer. You'll get an accountant's answer as well. Parse between the two dotted lines. My job as a marketer is top line. An accountant's job at the end of the day is generally bottom line. Uh, CFO track, if you will. CMO track profit, uh, top line. CFO traffic profit. There is a big, big friction between these two. One of the common questions I will typically ask clients when they hire my Amazon guy is what is your what is your number? On a scale of one to 10, one being profit at the cost of growth and 10 being growth at the cost of profit, what is your number? If you feel comfortable, go ahead and add it to the comments section. Uh, it's always fun to see people say, hey, what's my number? So right, right now, my number is probably a four. I'm trying to get some of those profits back out of my company because it's been such a hard margin year with the depression and the economic landscape. But if you asked me that question a year ago, I would have told you I was an eight. I was going like, let's launch a thousand SKUs. Let's do all these crazy things that entrepreneurs like to do, right? Uh, so your number can fluctuate from time to time. And uh, obviously consumers barely have enough money right now to put gas in their cars, milk and bread from the grocery store. Every damn cost is up right now. It is extremely difficult to get margin right now. All right, my name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. If you want to hire us uh, for services to run your marketing over at Amazon, you can check us out over at myamazonguy.com and book a free call with us. We'll see if we can give you a proposal and help you grow your sales. You can also hire us to solve a problem. Same-day coaching calls available as well. You can file trademarks with us. Check out our flywheel with all of our services here. We have a lot of public free information about SEO, PPC, design, and catalog management. Those are your four fundamentals to run an Amazon account. Thanks for watching, and please do leave a comment. I read every single one myself and respond to as many as I can.